Hey everybody, welcome to a new, brand new episode of Whiskey Sour Libations and Conversations. Uh, welcome back. Last week we had a week off. I needed a moment to breathe because life would be life in. Uh, but I just want to give you all a couple of church announcements before we get this show on the road. Slide Jewels. For 30% off your first purchase, slidejewels.com using code St. Angeles. The jewelry is like amazing. I have on the little necklace today. I had a bracelet on earlier, but I forgot to put it back on. Um, I get so many compliments on my jewelry from Slide Jewels. So be sure to use the code at checkout. They have amazing pieces. They have stuff for men as well. Get your girl something cute. Get yourself something cute, you know, and increase, you know, like make a dope, you know, accessories wardrobe. This is something new that I'm really, really getting into because I really just be wearing hoops and let everything speak for itself. But I like a nice statement piece. So be sure to use code Saint Angeles. That's S-A-I-N-T-A-N-G-L-E-S at checkout at slidejewels.com on your uh to get 30% off your first purchase. Also, we still have candles. Don't forget. So buy some candles, y'all. Y'all know y'all house smelling a little funky this summer. So, saint-angelus.com slash candles, and you get your candle fix. We got wax melts now. We getting it all. I'm I'm about to create the scrub for you ashy hoes. Okay, I'm just playing, y'all. It's Sunday. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. It'll be Monday by the time that this drop. But, you know, um... I want to welcome our guest. Uh, she is a real estate agent. She knows the ins and outs of the industry right now, the market, what's happening, what you should and should not do. Uh, so I'm here to be educated, and I hope this is useful to you know somebody out there because we all want to own a house one day, right? Like, I think that's the goal. To own, own, generational wealth, don't sell big mama's house, okay? So, welcome to the stage, Miss Kendra. Hey. Hey, boo, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I had some pancakes, good breakfast. Uh, And you didn't invite me over and I live around the corner. Well, the baby ate the rest of them, so I'm gonna blame it on. I just, is under the bus, he goes. Of a baby okay. who should not be eating pancakes. Okay, I'm when I say it. he devoured them, and then ate some yogurt, and then had some milk, and now he's sleeping. Okay, well, I, I guess in in Carter's defense, he was hungrier than I was. He was. He don't this, play about his food at all. This is breakfast, just so. like his mama. <laughs> I don't play about my food, but I also don't like to play about my kitchen. And currently, I'm being played with, with my kitchen because I don't have a faucet. I have okay. a sprayer. Kendra, if I knew. <laughs> Wait, so there Kendra, is water. I only Kendra, 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 please check out my real. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> I need to go to Instagram. <laughs> Ma'am, Kendra, Okay. I was having super good before we get serious. Well, not serious, but you know, to the, the business. Yeah. My faucet, I've been in my apartment for a long time. I, mm-hmm. I don't like moving. The thought of it makes me very anxious. So I yeah. like to find something and stay put for a long time. We didn't move around a lot as kids either. Uh, okay. Actually, we only moved once. And my mom bought the house next to our grandpa's house. And we moved from the two-family flat upstairs to the house next door. That was the one time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I only moved <laughs> once when I was young. Now I think about it. I only moved when I was five. That was the only time. But well, now we I move, move all the time. You do? I've literally moved every year since I went to undergrad. Like every calendar year, I have moved somewhere. Ma'am, I can't. I can't. It's crazy. I, I'm stressed out for you. That was I'm like... 15 years ago. <laughs> Kendra, it costs so much money to just move. I don't know. It's like either like an undergrad, I was moving to different dorms and then I moved back home. Then I moved to LA. Then I moved to Chicago. I moved around Chicago, moved back to LA. And I moved three times since I've been here in three years. Kendra, yeah. the, the, the renters and I'm ready to go. Even, 
even setting up again. for that. You about to I move know. again? I want to. I don't know. You got some damn ADD. They, something. I don't know. I, I, just, I don't understand how y'all do that. I just, <laughs> I, like, I, I am about finding the spot, making it my own, and mm-hmm. shooting for a moment. Like, I've been here since 2012. Wow. Really? Yes. 2012. <gasps> also, not moving. My rent is cheap oh for LA God. and expensive. So, I got a two bed, one bath, 1440. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, you heard me. No, no, no. Say it again. Fourteen forty. Two bed, one bath. You also, I don't have amenities like everybody else. Like I don't care. Um, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need none of that. For that, I'm like, who got a pool? So what? I'm gonna come in your house. I will gladly go to Fan and Tahir's. I done been to Sydney pool. Four. <laughs> my brother was here for like a month. They had a pool, so I was in Studio City. That. Wow. Yeah. Like when I was here in 2013, my two bedroom in Pasadena was sixteen fifty. Or no, yeah, sixteen fifty. I can see that. That is insane. Yeah. So but so then, do you but know then, but then you have situations like this where yo uh they supposed okay. to place the faucet. Fourteen? Look, I'll just be walking around. I hate this place, but fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen what it fourteen fifty you said? Fourteen forty. Like, I love my place. Like I'm making it my own. Like, yeah. I, I, my cousin used to live here, so she moved out like last year, and I'm really have finally gotten in the headspace to like decorate and change stuff. Yeah. Like the walls were gray, they're stark white. I like mm-hmm. brushed it up. I ha- like it looks like a little like apartment, like a little New York apartment. Like yeah. So that's what it, I don't do, and I want to do more of. Like I don't really, I don't really have an eye. For like decorating, and I move so much in the space has changed, so that probably has something to do with it. But I want to be in a space where I can just like put stuff on the walls and like decorate. I'm gonna get there. That's probably why your ass keep moving because you, you probably. So yeah. I, like, I don't like this. To, like put your touch on it, but yeah, I, you know my I, I I have a sister that is uh, does interior design, interior mm. architectural design. So that helps out a lot. Like she did the shelf behind me. And yeah, me. I love that. And then, um, then my gallery wall. My girlfriend that lives a block over um, came over and she helped me hang all of this stuff in my house. Mm-hmm. So perfect. So now I just have to do, you know, like my gallery wall in my hallway. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hang this photo. My friend took these shots of me, and so I have like that is dope. That and so I'm gonna hang those because I have. Yeah. I'll probably eventually, somebody can call me cocky or arrogant. I will eventually change all this out to like photos of myself because. Why not? <laughs> and Why, it's my I house. Mean... You pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, girl. So my faucet was broken. It was squirting water out and he replaced it. And he didn't do a good job. So then I was like, hey, it's rust coming out my wall. You didn't sit. Oh, oh, Kendra, it's been a shit show. Oh, my God. Something's leaking under the sink. And then he was like, oh, I'm getting one of the, the faucets where you could pour the, like, you know, the little faucet. Yeah, part yeah, yeah. The the I'm like, great. Never had a sprayer since I've been in this apartment. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Girl, he gave me. Now you, you got a sprayer. That's I got it. a sprayer. I got a sprayer. All right. And no faucet. <laughs> gotta stand back you gotta you it's, it's like you super calculated to use it or it's like you taking a shower oh it's the one that come out fast like the hard it, it comes out hard and it's, it's it's huge it's literally the one that they use in restaurants uh, where do you get this from get the uh assistant like a, you know like our our property manager mm-hmm. i said natasha <laughs> before you get settled can you come upstairs she's like okay and she said she said what the fuck is it man she said heat she's like he ordered two of these i said i don't know what other apartment they don't have a faucet either <laughs> he didn't order that somebody had them and he was like i just need a, i just need a faucet and it was like look i can give these to you they the water will come out he got that from somebody he know he didn't get that from home depot 
girl then Mm-mm. and then i'm i'm even more upset because the office is closed because of covid covid protocols so look, i had this this is day look, five day five i like, can't my blinds was open in the kitchen and i keep like my blinds closed especially if i'm mm-hmm. not here mm-hmm. I, I parked in my carport i said what the hell is that like i can see it from the carport well, the faucet, <laughs> sis. But fourteen forty. So, well, we I are. tell you the things that happened to me, <laughs> and I, I, I tell, my, I told my homeboy, I said, you know, here's mm. the thing. God knows who He calls on. To be mm-hmm. the I could be the, I could be the I could be the angelly gesture like I'm yeah. okay with that because it's never it's always stuff that's just like <sighs> just like the worst thing. but oh my god right. I know you're laughing like right. you have so like, but you got water but yeah, like, it's just gonna water. come out like this girl <laughs> so I'm like tempted if, if if I don't if they're gonna be close a couple more days I'm kind of just saying like hey I'm gonna hit up because I have the regionals uh, contact because that was a whole other issue. It's a bitch and all, and we're trying to get him out. Um, but I'm gonna send him an email and say, "Hey, this is what's going on. Right? I, is it? I'm, I'm gonna have to replace it because I don't know when the office is gonna be open. I've been inconvenienced. So, however it's much it's gonna I'm come at, out your rent. Yeah, I might. I'm gonna, you know, take it out my rent. Mm-hmm. So they got a couple more that days. Is- so funny because it's one of them problems like it's just one of them little annoying ones that you even forget about so you have to fill up like a, a cup of water or a bowl and you just like shit girl you should have to see the real because it's that much of a mess because i you really have to be like you, you even if you squeeze it just lightly <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Like, I am destined to be of like, I need an agent. Like, that is so stories. Tell stories, whether it be dating, the the ins right. and outs of like working at my like nine to five, like mm-hmm. or encounters that I have with people. Like yesterday, I could give you a whole story about what happened solely at Nordstrom. Because <laughs> it was that terrible. What did Paris say the other day? It be it's, it's a whole story. It's what be going on? <laughs> girl, my life be that chaotic. Like, or people do things that are chaotic to me. I don't think I attracted <sighs> because I went to shop to kind of like decompress. Like that's my therapy. And so my mm-hmm. homegirl met me at Century City. I went and bought mm-hmm. my Ivy Park. Um, okay. And I'm you didn't get trampled? It wasn't a million people? Oh no, baby. Oh wow. Okay. Because technically the drop happened, the drop happened Thursday. So if somebody, if their store was crazy then, I missed it. I just went yesterday and I knew the two pieces that I wanted to mm-hmm. like try on because last time my package didn't come. So <laughs> just like at all? No, it didn't come. It kept saying it's going to be delayed. And then they also wow. told me that my refund could take up to three months for me to receive. And I said, uh-uh, but I took that debit immediately, immediately, immediately. And um, I was explaining it to my I work in operations at my company. It doesn't take up to three right. months. There's something no. I said, what billing system do you use? That's just unheard of. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do y'all not have money in the account? Y'all waiting for something to clear? Waiting for something else to come through so that they can send yours. Baby, I all I know is, is that I was about to act a fool up in Adidas. <laughs> But I I got I got what I wanted and I, I feel it's great. Cute. Thank you. And I got the matching skirt and it's sheer, so I'm probably shoot some Ooh. content today. Um, but I want to talk to you about the real estate market. Yes. I would like to know. I'm a novice. I think about owning something one day, whether it be in St. Louis. LA gets kind of tricky. You know, I know that there are people that feel like they can't afford what's out here. So you have people moving mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of the city, you know, a city kind of more into the valley area that's more outside of LA, just in general, LA, LA County. Yeah. So 
as someone that's kind of been introduced to the market and trying to prepare myself for those next steps, because I'm not moving here. You heard the price. Look, I'm not moving here until I, I'm moving in with a Negro and we are procreating and we buying <laughs> whatever the next steps are, you know, right. based on my career. Like I want to save and because I want to be able to also also buy a house and decorate at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I move in and just be like, well, here <laughs> we are. I can decorate right. my room. <laughs> 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 so what are the, what are some like steps that I should be taking and anybody that's listening, wanting to take the next step, regardless of where you are, what mm-hmm. should we be doing to prepare ourselves to enter the market? So one is before even like, I'm talking about mentally preparing first. Um, and the first thing is don't look at the headlines. Just like, it's like anything else. Like yeah. headlines are just going to be there to make you click on it, there to scare you, all of that. Don't look at the headlines. Either actually read the article itself in its entirety or talk to a real estate professional that actually knows what's going on. Okay. Um, because they're they're there to scare you. They're there to just like it's ridiculous. I, we just like anything else. The headlines are always not the whole story. So that's the first thing and just like mentally preparing. Um Again, talk to a real estate agent to understand like what's going on in your market overall right now. Things are kind of slowing down, um, but it's not. We're not falling off a cliff. We're not about to fall into a 2008. We are in or going into a recession, depending on your um, perspective. But the housing market is not about to fall off a cliff like it did in 2008. It's very different uh, for a few different reasons that we can talk about later, but. <clears throat> One is understanding that. Two is talking to a professional. Three, what's the first thing I always have my clients do is uh, talk to a lender. And that can even be intimidating too because you feel like, okay, I'm talking to a lender. Like I got to have everything put together. I got to have, like I got to be ready to send them bank statements and credit reports and all this other stuff. And you don't. A good lender will really sit down with you and ask you questions, let you ask some questions to understand just based on the conversation where you are. Um, they'll ask you about they'll ask you about these things. So credit and cash and your job, how long you've been there, how much you make, stuff like that. And that'll give them an idea of like, okay, you can probably qualify for this. Here are the different options of loans. Just explaining like the types of loans, conventional and FHA and fixed rate, adjustable rate, all those things, just to understand it before you like about to submit an offer. Okay. Um, the good lender will also help you put a plan together. So if you're like, okay, I been on my job for like two months. Well, you probably need to be on your job at least a year or two more, save X amount of money. Um, They'll help you understand how much you need to save because a lot of people think, I think I saw a poll maybe earlier this year that people think you need to save like 20, 30, 40% and you don't. 20% maybe, um, FHA is three and a half percent down depending on, you know, your credit and other things, conventional, you can get as low as 3% down. So it's a it's really a range, but until you talk to somebody, you don't really know what that's gonna look like for you. Okay. Um, so that's the first step for any of my clients, talk to the lender, just have a conversation, start the conversation so you know where you need to go. And what that will eliminate is you just waiting, waiting, waiting to save, save, save as prices are going up and then or interest rates are going up and then you saved all this money but you've waited so long that you're really not saving anything because now it's more expensive to buy right okay so i would say those are the first what i say three things don't look Mm -hmm. at the headlines talk to a real estate professional and talk to a lender okay so as far as like interest rates is that does Mm -hmm. that depend on just like okay your credit and what you have uh, and is that something that you could probably negotiate down maybe? It does depend on credit. It depends on your whole loan package, what your interest rate's going to be. 
interest rate can be affected by the type of loan. Um, so conventional, where you're putting down probably 10, 15, 20%, that interest rate is typically lower than FHA, where you're putting down three and a half, just because when you think about it from an investor's perspective, so any loan, um, a mortgage, the lender is going to sell it to an investor. Okay. So that investor, thinking about it from their point of view, if I'm buying a loan, a mortgage that the person, the buyer on the other side put down three and a half percent, they're more risky than a buyer that put down 15, 20 percent. So your interest rate is going to be high. So similar to like a car. So like yeah. I put down five on my car. Yeah. OK, so that and mm -hmm. that's. Okay, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. I get that. Um, some other things that affected external factors are the Fed, the economy, um, the lender can change interest rates. Okay. So all of those things are going to affect it, but you can change it. You can what's called buy it down. So mm -hmm. you can pay more on the front end when you're buying the home to buy down the interest rate and save money later. Okay. Okay, so let's say, um, like, I might not have certain qualifying factors, um, and I know that there are certain programs that can also help, like um, NACA. So, mm -hmm. what what advice would you give to a person that might have to go that route? For someone who has to go like the NACA route or some of the other programs, I would say start early. I've had one for sure go through knock. I'm trying to think if there was somebody else. And the pro it's a process because okay. you have to go through classes. Um, I don't know all the requirements, but it's like you got to go through a few different steps. It's a great program. It just takes some time. Like you got to really be dedicated to the process to get the benefit on the back end. Okay. Um, but even with the other, I know California, I think it's housing hfa i think it is mm -hmm. has a first-time buyer program those kind of programs you can get through the lender they'll have information on those okay um and they're a little more quick they're really based on income and i don't know if they have a max on the amount you can purchase or the amount of the home but i know there's a max as far as income okay okay because I, I think I always like I think what's intimidating to 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 me and a lot of people out here is just that we know the cost of living is so expensive, but we don't get as like there was a, a house literally a block away. It's on the same street as my friends. And I went to see it because I'll be on Zillow. Mm -hmm. Girl, Zillow got everybody in a chokehold, as the kids Girl. say. Girl. And so you just. <laughs> It was, it was, the, the sticker price was a million dollars. And I'm right here. I'm not, like I said, I'm not far from you. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like, I feel like the house was the, the, like the square footage of my apartment. And I get mm -hmm. it all. And so I get in these spaces like, oh my gosh, like I, for a million dollars, I'm buying like the square footage <laughs> of my apartment. Like what, what are, where should we be looking? Like where, like, and I know it depends on what you want. Like, and I love this area. So I don't want to necessarily move out of this area, even when I go yeah. to buy, because I just feel so safe. And um, I feel like you can walk. Now I've mm. had there been weirdos since these hipsters been moving in. Absolutely. <laughs> but- Girl, they everywhere. They everywhere. No, it's been mm -hmm. some weird shit happening. And I'm just like, Monica, like, hey, yo, like, make sure, because she doesn't have a parking spot. I told my homegirl, I was like, mm -hmm. be alert when you're walking in, like, your house, just because yeah. of like, weird stuff in the neighborhood. But for the most part, we're really good. Like, the, the stuff that That's we good. see on, you know, the Next Door app or whatever, or the Citizen app, Girl. being funny. It, it's funny stuff. Like, it's never anything really serious. People so, be, <laughs> people be like, just bored. Just and so I, I think for me it's like okay what 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 we talked about kind of like the, the the game plan like the, the 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 three steps that we I should be taking advantage of and thinking about and the do's mm -hmm. and the don'ts but okay as I want to enter okay what what would be the next first like what would be that we got what would you say the prerequisite we would say those mm -hmm. first steps that you gave me were the mm -hmm. prerequisite now, 
So well, now you're ready to search. I'm yeah. ready to search. What should I do? I think so. LA is hard because don't make me a feel lot of the, on this morning. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna start out dark, but then it'll get better. Okay, <laughs> because it's like we have to realize like it is hard here. Because yeah. a lot of the places, the reason is a lot of the places that we have rented for so long mm-hmm. are where people want to be. Because of that, demand is high, the prices are high. So when you go to buy, it's a totally different story a lot of times. Okay. And so what that means for us is that we just have to think outside the box. Okay. Geographically. Um, when it comes to our mortgages and what the loan looks like, being and that's again going back, the lender is so important because they can help you strategize short term and and the and an agent too, short term and long term, how to set up your mortgage and and all of that. Um, but geographically, for sure, um, we may not get the HGTV pretty um, thing. Which again, that's what our apartments look like. They're nice, you know, minus the sprayers here and there. They're nice. And we got, like, they have everything we want. But the trade off is when you go to buy, either you buying something that's completely done and you're buying the property, but you're also paying for the person that did that renovation and yeah. their profit. Or you buy something that's not done yet. Maybe it needs, like, depending on your comfortability level with rehab and stuff like that, maybe you want something that has good bones, like updated electrical um, and plumbing and all that stuff, but the cosmetic updates haven't been done. So now you can do those things over time, but you're doing them versus paying somebody else to have done them already. Right. Um, So that's the biggest thing in just like managing expectations when you go see places, because we've seen HGTV, we see the stuff on Zillow that just looks amazing. And they are going to be a million dollars because somebody went in there and put in a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of work. They put in six months of time and now it's worth it. Whereas we can go in um, before all that stuff is done. Maybe we paying, I don't know, seven, seven fifty. And then we can do those updates over time, which in the long run helps you because you're doing the update. So you're raising the value. You're paying down the mortgage, so your um, what you owe on the place is going down. And as time goes on, real estate in the long run goes up and up and up. So okay. when you get to three, five years down the line, the values increase, your loan balance has decreased. So now you got a nice chunk of equity. Okay. Because yeah. so it, it just so when it really comes down to that, it's like okay, how much time do you have to really? really invest to kind of HGTV term, flip this home, you know, yeah, like flip it while you live and so, and, and that's something that I, my mom is currently doing in St. Louis, mm. I, same zip code, not even, not even a half a mile away, but, oh, wow. uh, but it's been a, a struggle. And we think about, especially COVID has happened. So there's been a delay. It with makes it so hard. Been, yeah. And she's been, anxious and rushing i'm like do not just just let it be yeah if they say that this is okay and then you still have minor things to do then you know like then move in but if it's still a, a whole bunch of things i'm like, i don't do what you did with the house when we moved next door like you just had to be in and mm, never went back and ready we made those <laughs> you know renovations so yeah. i think that's my biggest concern i also felt like at her big age I'm like, girl, no, for real. There's certain things I feel like that I think about peace of mind, Kendra, first. Yeah. You know, like some people, if you have that, I would, I am so tired. And I told her, I said, I'm tired talking about that house. You got called me by someone else, man. I love you. We, I, listen, I got, it got to the point, I was like, hey, I know you turn, you know, you, you call talk about your case. I said, no, talk about them no more. Uh, I would prefer. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> you're like, can we talk about the house again? Not this week, <laughs> but it's it's the patience. You have to have patience. Yeah, to do you got to like be ready that. for it. You and some people don't, and that's okay. But you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna you you're gonna pay for it. And so, yeah. or I'm saying, hey, like mom, like knowing her level of patience or lack thereof, 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, you sure you want to do that? Because you probably should think about moving in something like moving kind of ready, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something minor where you're like, oh, maybe you have to redo the kitchen or maybe you yeah. redo the bedroom. But not this the whole thing. That you got it. Oh, wow. She gutted it and then added a room addition, then had to have a swim spa. Then she wanted to elevate. Oh, girl. Look, Listen, okay. Lucretia. <laughs> she wanted all the things. She can have it, baby. Yeah, she wants what she wants. But that's a good example of like, you have to know like where your your comfortability level is. And if it's like, I don't have time to do any updates, I just want to move in ready, then we have to think out the box in other ways. So then we got to look at geographically. Okay. Maybe we're going a little bit farther out. Um, you got to look at your must-have list to say, like, okay, if I have to have a move-in ready, maybe I can deal with, like, community laundry. Or maybe I can deal with... Um, not an attached garage or attached parking or something like we just gotta you the the whole must have list is not gonna be there yeah so you gotta think about stuff like that the other thing that actually kind of discovered recently are co-ops um and with co-ops the i don't know a ton about them but from what i understand the community is owned by the people that live there okay kind of like shares in a company i think okay it's Girl, this reminds me of the episode of King of the Hill. But yeah, no, 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 no. There was a co-op. There was like a uh, you paid like a fee, mm-hmm. and it was a co-op grocery store. So mm-hmm. it was pretty much maybe similar to like a Trader Joe's, but it was mm-hmm. like all this natural, like organic fruits, vegetables. Mm-hmm. That kind of sounds dope. Um, and so, but in order to experience, you had to, you know, pay into it and then you had to mm-hmm. buy here, like, so, mm-hmm. uh, to like pour back into it. But yeah, so something maybe it's, it's kind of like that. Um, okay. it's similar to an HOA where you're paying into it every month, but okay. it's owned by the people that live there. It's in some, it's more like a company and then you own shares of it, something like that. But okay. they're typically cheaper. Okay. Also, the big difference is that with the co-op, you have to interview with the co-op board to be allowed to buy in. So, um, okay. mm-hmm. And I've seen a few uh-huh. that are kind of like um, hard to get in for whatever reason. I'm just thinking about this. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but again, they're a lot of times cheaper. Um, there's some in North Hollywood, actually. I have a friend who's really? working with somebody in North Hollywood is buying one. And oh, something else about them. Um, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, sometimes they're a better option to, on, to be on the cheaper side. If you can get in. Yeah. And everyone is going to be different. Um, but yeah. They're another option too. I just um so like I I I, I guess what I'm, I want to say is or ask is okay. So what would like what does that look like even in LA? Like when we we think about like you saying how hard it is. Like and I think about taxes because we pay personal property. Tax. Mm-hmm. property taxes cars so you pay the, the tax pay property tax yeah property it's about one percent of um the value of the home so if i buy a multi-million dollar home i mean you pay for it monthly and it goes it's impounded with your it's, it's lumped into the mortgage okay but yeah yeah it's in there okay i'm gonna say something this is why I need to be kept. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like looks is looking more and more pleasing to the eye, man. Like I will say this though, it's the hardest a place like LA is hard to get in. And yeah. that's why you gotta look at the the home buyer programs. And that that's why it may not be in the, the the neighborhood that you would love it to be in. It may not be in the condition that you would love it to be in, but once you get in, 
So like, let's say you get in on a place that's like 500,000, right? And you put down 10%, so you didn't put down 50,000. Um, so now your mortgage amount is 450. And then three to five years later, you didn't pay down the mortgage to like, I don't know, just for sake of numbers, let's say 400,000. Uh-huh. And your value, you put the work into it, the value of the place is now, let's say 700,000. Now you got the difference between 400,000 and 700,000, you got $300,000 worth of equity. Okay. You can go and buy the million dollar house now just oh, wow. from selling your old one. So once you get in uh, okay. here, that's when the game changes. But it's just, it's it can be very difficult to get in here. Um, and probably 90, 95% of my clients are first time buyers. And that's the hardest because it feels like, it feels impossible. So you kind of walk in yeah. feeling a little bit defeated. It's a, it can be a difficult process. So it's a lot of like, that's where they lean on me to understand like, okay, this may feel kind of weird. I feel like I'm finding my life away. I feel like I'm just, you know, when you go to closing and you take, bring that 50000 $70,000 check, like, all right, I wired it. Did it get there? Did somebody scam me? Like, it just feels so big because it is. It's one of the biggest purchases that you'll ever make. Yeah. But the biggest purchase I was the couch. <laughs> I don't like it. You don't like it? Girl, I'm about to get another couch. That was like the one I, the one I went and bought a new car. But you can't like, renovate no couch. Look, I'm like, look, couches be expensive. Yeah, they do. Couches they be do. expensive for you not to like a couch. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can sell that a little bit easier than a house. <laughs> um, but again, it's like once you get in there yeah. and you get over that hump and you can, you know, you can sell it, you can keep it for income property, whatever that's where the true wealth is unlocked once you get in that first time. Okay. Um, I am going to read, you did a post yesterday because I kind of want to talk about renting versus buying. Mm-hmm. You said the interest, well, you didn't say it, but the post said The post said I'm not going to say you said it. <laughs> the interest rate on rent is 100%. Remember that when you hear rates at 5%, 6 and 7%. Can you um, like explain that a little bit and break that down, like owning versus renting? Um, yeah, and, and, and what that looks like, or, or you know, like I understand. I understand why I'm the type of person. I like that situation. Hey, I pay rent. There's certain things that happen, and I'm like, yeah. hey, I pay rent, and so they gotta handle it. That's a part of the yeah. contract. <laughs> So could we could we kind of talk numbers and, and, and equity value of why, why it's kind of benefit more beneficial to own versus renting, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense? Yeah. So the context behind that post was the past, what, two and a half years, interest rates have been the lowest they have ever been. They were down to like two and three percent um, because of COVID, because people completely stopped. And the Fed was like, okay, we got to lower interest rates to get people buying again. And then people bought like crazy. So they wanted to slow that down. It was a buyer's market. A seller's market. Because I thought it was a seller's market. Yeah, because there weren't enough. It's a buyer's market. I'm like, no, people are selling now. I'm confused. No, the sellers like it was there weren't enough homes on the market. Interest rates were crazy low. So a bunch of buyers were going after everything like it was ridiculous and so um they started increasing the interest rate this year starting like january to try to slow that down so now the last time i looked we were at about like 5.3 and so people that maybe had been looking in like january february when they were two and three percent now they're like oh my gosh it's so much higher blah 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 not even realizing that this is where we were before the pandemic. This is where we were in 2019. The extreme example is like years ago, interest rates were like 12% and people were like, well, back then like they were 12. So now it's much better. It's, like, it's kind of not realistic because that was like 20 years ago. But what is realistic is 2019. This is around where we were. So if you take out this anomaly of like two and a half years, we're not in a bad spot. Okay. Um, 
so that's like the context behind it. Then when you think about renting versus buying, when you're renting, you're paying somebody else's mortgage. So the the thought is that interest interest is the price you're paying to borrow the money. So interest okay. is kind of like thrown away because it's not the principal is what really goes toward bringing down your mortgage amount. Um, so the principal is what the important piece that's going to build the equity. The interest is what is the price you pay. So that's the correlation between the between it saying the interest on renting is 100 percent because this is the price you're paying to live here. It's not uh-huh. going towards any equity. It's not building anything. It's just the price you pay. Um, so that that was the the context behind the post, okay. and it was just kind of putting things putting things in perspective of saying we're not. If you look at 2022 versus 2021, yes, interest rates have skyrocketed. But if you look at the last time that things were normal, they're not. Yeah. You uh, you froze there. What was the last thing you said? Oh, I said if you look in if you look at 2022 versus the last time that things were quote unquote normal, they have not skyrocketed. Okay. I've you know, but like it, it goes back to what you said, like the headlines and people really taking a moment mm-hmm. to, to break them down, really read. You know, our whole system over here on the US side, it, pretty much anywhere is built on, like you said, scare tactics. How oh, yeah. You know, uh, keep people, you know, like in a, in a frenzy. In a frenzy, yeah. They tried to scare people. Um, the other thing I've been seeing is with prices. They're like, oh, prices have plunged and the real estate market, is, the, the bubble is about to burst and things are just about to go off the deep end. And Again, if you, so I was thinking about this earlier. I have not said it out loud, so I hope this makes sense. Um, but if you think about prices, for the last two and a half years, they have been just going up like crazy. Okay. Um, 20% year over year, like cra- just ridiculous. And so around April, May-ish, everything just changed. Instead of, um, prices were still going up, but not as fast as way as they were before uh-huh. and so we started to see more price decreases you started to see more homes sitting on the market for longer periods of time like before if the homes on the market for a week it was like what's wrong with it what happened now right. you see in places sit for like two three weeks a month um you're seeing again the biggest thing was price decreases things going into escrow under the list price and so that just triggered the headlines of like prices are going down price decreases blah 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 but if you think about it what happened was as a seller sellers got some sellers got a little bit greedy so if i'm in a neighborhood and i'm seeing oh that house across the street when it's escrow three hundred thousand dollars over list price the greedy seller is saying, now I can go list my house. So I'm going to give you numbers. Let's say it was listed for, let's say 500000 mm-hmm. The house across the street went in the escrow for 800000 because it was a frenzy. Now I'm selling mine across the street. So they, the greedy seller is saying, I'm going to list my house for um, nine fifty mm-hmm. Because all the 10 offers that were on the other house, nine of those buyers are still looking. They got eight hundred thousand. The market is going crazy. I'm a list for nine fifty. They did it too late after that shift, and now you didn't set on the market at nine fifty for a month. Now they're coming down in price to something more reasonable. So okay. I'm decreasing my price by fifty thousand to nine hundred or something like that. Yes, it's a price decrease, but what they not what those headlines aren't telling you is the context behind it, and it was that seller being unreasonable. It was the agent not advising them properly a lot of agents are just trying to get the listing so they telling the sellers whatever they want to hear and pricing stuff too high then you have to bring it down to where the market is and that's what's happening which is it takes longer to explain than a headline but that's what's happening it's not necessarily prices are falling drastically right it's and it's a correction it's getting back to normal not we fall off cliff. It's like so many different things that go into it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I even think about like where where I'm from. I don't. Where are you from again? 
She's killing the city. Down the street. I grew up down the street. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. How did I not know that? Okay. I don't know. Anyway, that's a conversation. So, so you know, <laughs> coming from Missouri, where you from Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. The only one that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but even, okay, so prime example, y'all have a. Uh, what is that part called? It's like, but it's a town that's like one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in the country in Kansas City. Yeah, really? yeah. What is it called? Not North it's Park. Oak Park. Oh, Oak Park. Oak Park. Oak Park. Oakland Park. Yeah, Oak Park is one of the one of the wealthiest neighborhoods. It's like in the like. Oh. I'm not gonna say oh. top three, but it's up there. It's a lot of money through there. I can see so, that. I don't know, like, like where we're from, like, St. Louis is kind of going through this. I have a friend. Oh, I have to get him on here. And that would be nice to have you on, too. Um, that's kind of going through, like, this rehabilitation stage. Part of me sometimes feel like maybe St. Louis needs to be a little gentrified because they just look too far west of me out there. Um, there's some people that agree. But, like, we have a program. Like, they have, like, we have a lot of vacant houses. And so they mm-hmm. have this program where you can literally buy the house for a dollar, mm-hmm. but you have to have the ec- equity or the money to like, you have to, to show for it, it yeah. to rehab it and yeah. what is paying that property. So I think about stuff like that. And, and we talk about, do you want to spend the time? Because I, I know people, you know, my sisters and her friends were trying to buy a property, a rental property, mm-hmm. but they didn't really, you know, everything that was coming on the market was getting snatched up real fast, even in flood zones. I'm like, and I would even look at the price. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is in a flood zone and y'all charging crazy. 700K in yeah. a flood zone? Bro, it was- People didn't care. People did not care. The market, it was just crazy. And so mm-hmm. I'm like thinking like, are, is, are those things even, though it's rare because- the market in LA, I it is rare that I've seen oh, that Calvary. would be here. I, I, that would never happen here. Just mainly, I don't I'm think they did it here. Yeah, I don't think it's in that, that program here. But I'm saying like, yeah, they, they did it in Chicago when I was there. If you fought, bought a house, maybe the house was burned down. Maybe it's been sitting for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that even an option? Do you think that that's something that people should be looking at as well? But I've seen, like I said, Zillow still charges. They started saying it's gonna be arm and leg, but all we also know the scam that they did. They went up and bought up a whole bunch of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, and then but, got shut down. And so, um, do you think that those are maybe properties that people should be looking at if they have the time, like you said, yeah, to really take a moment, kind of? I mean, I've seen people buy properties. They've torn the entire house down and then build something on top mm-hmm. of it, like the land that's there so mm-hmm. what are is that even an option or it's like hey if you have the money to really invest in that then that could be a route that you go it can so this is where you have so many options um there's the land it's called the land bank where they were okay. buying up the um, properties for a dollar, but yeah, you have to show them here's the plan and here's the money that I'm going to use to rehab it. Because if not, it's just going to be vacant again. Um, And so that's definitely a route. Tax sales are a route. What those are is where people um, didn't pay their taxes. I think it's three to five years, maybe it's five years that they hadn't paid their taxes and have a bunch of tax liens and stuff like that. The city takes it back and they sell it um at an auction that's an option um yeah um what's the other one? Oh, uh wholesaling is something that some people do wholesaling? you gotta have you gotta have an appetite for it and some places you can't do it you can't do wholesaling in chicago anymore i think they just stopped it in atlanta if i remember correctly okay but wholesaling is where you find a property that's off the market. So these people are driving down the street looking for distressed properties. There's ways you can look at the, cause title and all, title and all those records are public knowledge or public, you can access them, public knowledge. And so people are going and pulling titles on, on homes that have been, that have had the same owner for like 20, 25 years because you know they're older. 
and maybe it's time for them to get out of that house and so they go into them with cash well i take that they go into the owner and saying hey i have an investor that will buy your house cash usually it's at a discounted price but it's cash um and then the wholesaler will get the property into escrow and assign the contract to the investor that's going to actually buy it and then they make their money by charging that investor for bringing them the deal Mm, okay. So we, okay. you gotta have the appetite, the time, the willingness to do something like that. This is not easy, from my understanding. I couldn't do it. Um, I've never heard of that until today. Yeah, <laughs> I know that was a thing. It's a lot. Bird dogging is another one. I can't remember what that is though. I hope that's not what I just said. Wholesaling was. I can't remember. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I can't do these things. Okay, so taxes is one thing. So, okay, mm -hmm. so since we're there, foreclosures, like I know that's a list that you could pay for. Mm -hmm. um, and then would you need a, 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 a agent for to maybe get the foreclosure or how does that work? Because I know um, I was like, we maybe pull the list of foreclosures out there so then we could kind of look and see. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I don't think stuff be getting foreclosed out here because it'd be, it'd be, it's so, it, the turnover for stuff out here is so quick. That's the thing. Here in a lot of places right now, foreclosures and pre foreclosures aren't as big of a market because people have so much equity now. Mm -hmm. So even if they couldn't make the payments, they could just sell the house and pay the bank back whatever they owe because the prices have been so high before it went into foreclosure. Okay. Um, but you can pay for lists. You don't... Sheesh. Car cider came back. Um, <laughs> you don't need an agent to do it. Really, the agent's job is there to make sure that each side is protected. You don't have to have an agent, but for a lot of people who are inexperienced in something like this, or buying or selling real estate, you really want to work with an agent because you don't know who that person on the other side is. You don't know right. how experienced they are, um, what they might pull. That's one piece. And then you just want to make sure all everything is in place. So like you want to make sure there's no cloud on the title, just anything that could pop up um, okay. that could just blow everything apart. Okay. So in closing like okay i wanted to go back to like why it ultimately is important to own a piece of property you know like what it, even if you you have like you know like a rental property and things like that mm -hmm. especially as black people as we talk about you know creating generational wealth for mm -hmm. our, our legacies and all of that stuff for our the, our family to come why is it so important for us to really sit back and invest and buy our homes instead of constantly renting? So with all the stuff we talked about, having the equity, being able to upsize and buy something bigger down the line if you want to, being able to pass down the property to the other generations. Um, but the other side of it that's not talked about as much is the power that comes with owning property. So what I mean by that is if we own, I mean, who is that? Maybe Jay-Z said it. I don't know the quote, but if you own the block, <laughs> wait, did you freeze? I thought <laughs> But if you own the block, now we're in the decision-making process because yeah. now one is the different mindset when you have ownership of something because you, what happens around it is more important. So you know, you're more likely to know the alderman, you're more likely to know the city council people and the people that are making the decisions and now you can influence their decision yeah. because you own their who they're in service to. Um, uh -huh. When we're renting, the owner of that property is the one who has the influence. So again, it's not, it's definitely for the other reasons of like building equity and um, your mortgage doesn't go up if you're in a fixed. If you have a fixed rate mortgage, you don't have to worry about rent increases and rent control and all of that, and prices changing. Um, again, you can pass it down. But what is equally as important is the power and the influence that comes with it, 
So now we can truly be at the table when these decisions are being made instead of, you know, being reactive and being on the back end, trying, being upset when something happens. We're, we can be in the forefront and influencing those decisions so that it doesn't even get to that. Mm, I never even thought about it from that perspective. I hate our alderman back and say. <laughs> <laughs> he called up. What district? That's none of my business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna say too much because I, I definitely I want to share this with um, like with my mama with Lucretia. Hey, mom. Trying uh, <laughs> to you know curse too much this episode because I know that she you know getting my butt about that. But I never really thought about it from that perspective because I think about when I think about the trickle down effect, like now I'm thinking back to even how we got trees in our neighborhood. And my my grandfather, I guess, yeah, Grandma Mary, my step grandma, Mm -hmm. uh, was very heavily influential in that. And my grandfather owned our, Mm -hmm. our home. And now on that same street, my mom owns multiple properties. And calls when things started happening, and as our neighborhood started to decrease, like my mom was making those phone calls, like, "Hey, like, this is what's up," or "There's this vacant house, like somebody's squatting." Now it's on fire. Y'all gonna yeah. take it? Oh, 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 it's so. <laughs> so when I think, it, but it's like also getting those people out, but getting the people. Yeah. And a lot of people leave our neighborhoods too. Is what do they call it? They used to call it when white people leave. They call it white flight. But there's mm-hmm. also the adverse of that, which is black flight. So now, as those oh, yeah. out of those neighborhoods, like in the counties, black people <laughs> tend to move into those spaces, mm-hmm. and then it starts like a, the cycle all over again. Now, white people are moving back into the city, yeah, um, and, and getting those, you know, different aldermen, councilmen positions. But we really need to hold on to mm-hmm. our properties and what we have. And I, and I know that. Yeah, you might be in some sort of financial rut, but it's like figure that shit out. Don't let it go. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We got so much unlearning to do as a culture, and we do so much do. learning to do mm-hmm. because everything we've been taught for real, Kendra, has been a lie. Oh, like, <laughs> it's lies. It's all lies. It's crazy <laughs> how much unlearning and just. I, yeah, that's the whole of the hour. Yeah, I, it, 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 I, we won't talk about, I, we'll, we'll have to talk about one day. Uh, and I, I talked to one of my really good girlfriends about it, uh, about the idea of, you know, some people feel like, oh, I feel like they're really trying to make things segregated again. I said, okay, and I said, maybe that needs to happen. I said, and I'll tell you why. I said, you know, our culture, I said, we've truly lost our way. We have lost our rabbit ass minds. Yeah. I said, so maybe if we really spend time with each other, we can figure out a game plan to make things better for all of us. Because right now, we are it's lost. Splintered. Yeah. We you segregated are, within ourselves. We Within ourselves, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that a long time. What the, the, the idea of, you know, capitalism, white supremacy, <laughs> The European stand up. We have to let that go because those are the they have a crazy chokehold on us. Yeah. But you know what I think? I think it's not as much of a racism issue as a classism issue. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where the manipulation comes in. Yep. Because a lot it's, of people gatekeep. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's at the classism level, though. Yeah. It's really weird because, like, mm-hmm. if I have a resource for you or I know somebody, if I, like, like I hit you, I said, hey, like, my guy might be in the market. So he's like, oh, shoot, like, when he's ready, like, pass him on my information, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I don't like people coming to people incorrect. So I'm like, um, don't be just looking. <laughs> Come when you're ready, ready. Yeah. But, I, but, but, that, but that's just how my mind works. I'm that person that's, you know, I've, you know, close friends, you know, like are, that are actors or, or even mm-hmm. I have friends that are writers that are on shows and I was like, hey, like so-and-so has an audition for this. Hey, tell them to call me. I actually wrote this episode. This is what Oh, we're wow. That, that's, how, that's how my mind works and I will hope yeah. it's the same. Like, you know, I own, I have, she's like, oh, I, I did that thing for, for own. 
I gave mm-hmm. them the name. I know that I don't know if they're looking for people anymore, but I definitely, but I just met y'all. And that's how, mm-hmm. but that's how also friendships work and relationships when you're building with people. It should be, yeah. It's not, it's for me, it's not crafts in a barrel. When my mm-hmm. homeboy was looking for I said, hey, I got a person. Now she's she's really, really great. She does have other clients, but here she is. Makes great mm-hmm. food. Here's her page, here's her information if you still need somebody. But that's but that's how my mind works. And I think that we get so stuck on it can only be me when it's enough room mm-hmm. for all of us to eat. Yeah. It's enough for everybody. I think that um my experience in LA has been that this is where that happens more mm-hmm. than um other places because everybody is everybody's trying to create something. Yeah. Like when I lived here before and I worked in corporate and that was it, like I felt like I was the eyeball. Like I would be somewhere and people would be like, Oh, what do you do? And I'd be like, Oh, I'm looking Nestle and they were like, But what else? And I was like, mm, that's it. <laughs> they were just like that's all like you're not it was weird that I wasn't creating something. It's like here, everybody's trying to create something. So, and I'm I'm sure I've heard the horror stories and the opposite, but my experience has been everybody's just trying to connect you to somebody. Yeah. And it's really been like that collaborative, um, let's figure it out. It don't always work out. Right. But for the most part, the willingness has been there with the people that I've been around. It's it's funny too because there are some people that love LA just because of the sunshine and the weather, and that's so like people. Like it was crazy. I was like, I don't. What else am I? It happens so much. I will walk away like, what else? Am I supposed to be doing something else? Like I don't, I don't know. I just be going to work. Like I don't like, know. Girl, stay and stay where you are. <laughs> what you doing? And don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Like no, for I real. Was like, like, I, I, I mean, this was back. I was like maybe twenty five, twenty six. So I was still uh-huh. just like figuring out life. But I was just like, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to be doing something else? Like I don't, I don't know. But that's also, but also think about that's. I would even say I wouldn't even limit that just to LA. I would say mm-hmm. it's that hustle mentality as a whole. Yeah. Like, and, and I get it. We're from, especially being from St. Louis, like you can't spell hustle without STL, baby. <laughs> so a lot of us are getting it out the mud and, and there are a lot mm-hmm. of it. And, and what I mean by that is, it's just, I have friends that have literally built their something out of nothing. So that's what I mean. But then we also have this culture, especially now, well, everybody's running the rat race. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm tired. I'm I am tired. tired. It's yeah. not just because of this baby. I'm tired. And, it is, and, and, and it's like you always have to be doing something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we don't know what rest looks like. We don't know what peace looks like. Yeah. So we're all just, I'm like, hey, there are things that you like to do. Like when we would talk the other day. And I was like, think about it as fun. Don't think about it as mm-hmm. fun. This is something mm-hmm. that you're trying to turn into monetary value. So have fun with it. Don't yeah. think about it like that. And a lot of the stuff that we do, like I said, I should really just be putting up stories about the stories that I, that happened to me. And maybe yeah. I genuinely like making people laugh by telling the stories. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mess, want to be a comedian in that sense, like be on stage. That's like a whole other thing. Yeah. But I'm like, yo. It's something there. I think our generation is the first one that really um, understands and and has like. over there struggling, Barbie. (laughs) Like, I hope it's not catching in this headphone. It Um, is, but it's fine. (laughs) It happens. But I feel like our generation is the first one that has really been like, okay. Let me find the intersection of what I love to do and how to monetize that. And let's go after that. And I, I, I love that part of it. But I think in some cases we have gone too far of like not resting and not remembering like this is something I love that I'm just monetizing. Like this should yeah. not take over my life and make me end up hating it. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, shout out to my friend CT. Um, who kind of has it down to mm-hmm. a science, like 
you know, shooting those couple of days and this is my day to edit. And then the rest of the week, I'm playing my video games and catching up on shows and, mm-hmm. you know, doing, I'll do a show throughout the week maybe. But I, I, that was something that I asked him, you know, like as a person that wants to create, you know, that's creating content that put and not in the capacity because he does, a you know, different skits as well. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten there yet, but I think about, you know, how can I just make it fun? And, and, and like, that's why I created Whiskey Sourds. It was kind of inspired from Tahir Zooming with the Homies. Like, mm. it was like a talk show. And I, and I had, you know, two other failed podcasts. But I knew this was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be mm-hmm. able to have different dialogues with people and have a good time, whether we being ratchet, whether we learning, whether we are inspiring people. Yeah. That, that's why I created this space because I'm like, this is a form of therapy for me too. So, you mm-hmm. know, being able to walk away like, oh, today I learned something. Like, I don't really have to, these, this is what I should be doing to really think about <laughs> now at my big age of 35, like those next steps about buying. Cause that's what I always told my friend. I said, I'm staying here until it's time. Until, yeah. Because the older rent is high, the rent too cheap. <laughs> Kendra, tell everybody where they can find you on the social medias. Yes. So on Instagram, where I live my life, and YouTube kind of, um, close with KG. I should have made it my name. I didn't think about it. Um, but it's K-L-O-S-E with KG on both of those. Um, and TikTok too. I'll be TikToking sometimes. You got a TikTok. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Wait, do I follow you? I think mm-hmm. I follow you. I Maybe. Maybe. It's the same on TikTok too? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Chloe Bailey Look, has a hold TikTok on TikTok will tell on you, okay? Okay. TikTok is like, you open me. I am your I am. friend. I am your friend. <laughs> okay. I hate TikTok because you can see who uh, they they have a word. Oh, this is who looked at your page. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? I did see that. Yeah, I'm like, that was a new feature they implemented. I'm like, whoo. But that's just like, Look. how that'll probably eventually go away because you remember they used to have, oh, so-and-so like this on Instagram and they took it yeah. away. Yeah. Getting caught up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they get you. That's how they get you, like in all them mm-hmm. butt pics. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, I will put the codes and links to... Um, slide jewels with the promo code as well as the candle line and i will see y'all back here next week bye y'all bye